episodic podcasting adventure. It's Zagamania. I'm your host, Desmino, and this other guy, J-Bomb. Say hi. Hey, what's up, man? I thought you were going to call me uh, Brett the Hitman Fart. Oh, I'll save that for next week. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, bro? It's going pretty good, pretty good. It was a nasty storm out today. Did it hit you guys? Oh, really? No. It didn't. Yeah, oh, yes. No, yeah. I did get it. I did get it, yeah. We got hit with a downpour. I had to drive in. I had to go to, because I got two offices in Montreal that we, I work from, so I have to drive from one to the other, and... I had to drive over to one, and then I drove home early. I like when I have to switch buildings because I get to go home early sometimes. And I got caught in traffic in this massive downpour. So, uh, yeah, and that was that was my day. Was it kind of majestic though? At the same time, I actually kind of liked it. Yes, it was yeah. kind of like it started off when I was driving in the overcast. You kind of see the cloud coming. Everything gets dark. You can kind of smell it in the air, and then bam! You know, you get hit while you're driving over the bridge, bam. crossing the island. It was pretty nice. Um, did you get hit by the hurricane over the weekend? No, we didn't. Uh, we did. Uh, I was up north, I was at a cottage, and there was, like, um, derooted trees. Like, uprooted trees. eh? Oh, yeah. I was was seeing some, I saw some photos of some places in Quebec where it had hit, and it's just crazy to see that happening so close to home. I know, it's nuts. Yeah, and I mean, we've kind of been lucky. We've never really been hit with something to that degree, at least Ever. as far as I can recall. Yeah, I don't. I don't even have tornado insurance. I don't even think they offer it where we are. Huh? Yeah. 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 Well, Des, tell our listeners where they can find us. All right, all right. Let's get to the chase. Let's cut to the fat. Let's get to the point, guys. You know who we are, Talkamania. And if you don't, man, follow us on Twitter at underscore Talkamania. Make sure Instagram, we're on there too, guys, and we're going to be more active in the coming weeks as well, too. We're looking at growing as a Talkamania brand, and we got some exciting things in store. That also means Facebook as well, too. You guys can find us on there. Uh, We've been active posting our stuff, but again, we're going to have more presence in the coming weeks. Lots of exciting things coming your way. And make sure, we're going to plug it again because we'd love to, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Talkamania. Check that shiz out. We got some awesome four designs. The retro one, you can get it. Well, the summer's over now, but it's, it's still, still there, cool. folks. It's so, still you know, good. you can relive the summer or continue to live the summer because a lot of us just, we don't want to let go. And we don't want to let go. One. <laughs> well, weren't you talking about uh, being done with the summer, bro? Uh, I was. And I, I, I was done with the heat and humidity because we were getting like 47 degrees Celsius consistently for like a couple weeks at one point. It was disgusting. It was cool to kind of have that going on during the summer, during the World Cup, but it just lingered on too long. And I don't mind heat, but I do not like humidity. But I will say on the flip side, I do like the sun. And uh, it immediately went into fall, right around the first day of fall. It got dark, gloomy, rainy, it's cold again. And uh, over here in in Montreal, at least, we experience every season to its fullest, I guess you could say. And I don't know, I guess the lack of sun has kind of put me in a bit of a funk. So I've kind of been a little bit bummed out that summer's behind us and we're heading into another long winter and my life sucks. Drink, bitch. 
Yeah, well, yeah, you were like wishing it away, and now that it's gone, you're like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. No, I know. But now I'm just like, okay, let's get this over. Let's spearhead into winter and get it over with, and we can get back to spring and WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, Like you mentioned with the social media, uh, my wife officially quit her job. Today is her last day. She's heading in her laptop after 10 years at the same company. Uh, they just weren't seeing eye to eye anymore, and that was it. And mm-hmm. she's going to be taking um, a nice break from everything. I don't know how long it's going to be, but it's going to be... Does that know, mean least... you as well? Oh, I wish. No. Um, at least three to six months. That's for sure. So she's going to be working with us, uh, helping us out on Instagram, helping us out on Facebook, because, well... It's a lot of fucking work <laughs> and we're not that great at it yet so she's uh she's a lot better than we are that's yeah, for sure. well i'm not gonna downplay us either you know we try to we try to make a, an effort every day you know but at the same time guys you gotta remember j-bomb and i work 40 hours a week minimum so yeah. uh i got kids this, this, yeah he's got kids too i don't <laughs> i got cats so that's kind of like kids. I'm, I'm working my way there but yeah, I mean, again, we work our nine to five, Monday to Friday. We watch Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday, record Wednesday, release Thursday. So again, you know, we're committed to bring you guys content. But now with Melissa on board, we're going to be able to take it to a whole nother level. Oh yeah, Melissa, Melissa. Well, let's get on with the good stuff, man. Uh, a lot happened this week uh, and most of it was overshadowed by Brie Bella pretty much pissing off the entire wrestling community on Twitter. Uh, whether it's suicide dives, the assault on Liv Morgan, or the punch to Ruby Riot, uh, everyone just seems to be pissed off about this, man. What about the black eye to the Miz? Eh, I didn't hear, I didn't see much about that, but let's add it to the list. Black eye <laughs> to the Miz, but fuck the Miz. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we saw that was the big news topic this week. Brie Bella, people are probably waiting to hear what we think about this as well, too. I know Jay's kind of more of a Bellows fan than I am. Fuck yeah. And I actually like Brie more than I like Nikki. Uh, but again, you know, she does have some ring rust. She was off for a while, folks. She had a child. She was never the most sound in the ring. And yeah, yeah, she's been botching a little bit since she's come back. She almost hurt herself with the suicide dives. She cut open the Miz and also gave him a black eye. Uh, you know, Liv Morgan was kind of... You know, you could blame Brie Bella and say it's her fault. Uh, I don't know. Shit happens in the ring. Yeah, shit happens. When it comes down to it, if you look at the way that Liv Liv, uh, Morgan sells moves, she flops around a lot. Yeah. And, and, you know, she got hit with the head. She got potatoed. And she kind of leaned forward because she was a bit woozy and got hit again. I mean, I don't know. Uh, You know, so, yeah, I watched the match again, though, because, you know, I really didn't even know when I watched Raw the first time that this was even happening. I was casually watching this week. I was a bit busy, right. but I watched the match and, you know, they were talking about, oh, she got rocked and I didn't even really notice. I guess that's kind of funny how you don't notice these things when they're happening. But all over the internet the next day, people were showing the kicks to the head and it was it was pretty nasty. I mean, she definitely was out like a light and Brie knew something happened right away. Yeah. You even see uh, Nikki also kind of looks like, oh, kind of like what happened. And then she kind of goes to pin her. She doesn't really kick out. She tries to get her out of the ring. She kind of can't make it over there. So she kind of pulls her by the head, which <laughs> is a bit nasty. And I think the biggest thing for me, I showed it to my, to my, my wife as well. And Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot's expressions was the mm. biggest thing during this match. They're just like, yeah. oh, like, oh my God, like she, you gotta get out of there. Yeah. And um, you saw Ruby kind of like, you know, being a little bit concerned. But later on in the match, there was this part where Sarah Logan did one of those um, slingshots into the ropes, you know, where you kind of like do a leverage, like a yeah, potter. Yeah. 
So I didn't know. I don't know what was supposed to happen here because Nikki went for a punch and Ruby went for a punch. And it looks like Ruby hit Nick, uh, Bree in the face, but it looks like Bree forearmed Ruby pretty hard in the face as well, too. And and Ruby no-sold it at all. She came yeah. in, and she basically gave a stiff kick to, to Bree Bella. And then she started working a bit stiffer, you could you could see. But I was kind of trying to figure out, like, what, what was supposed to happen there? Was she supposed to slingshot her into Ruby, and then she would punch Ruby and then go get the tag? Or was it Ruby supposed to? There was a botch there as well, too. Of course. You saw, you saw them talking out. to each other. You saw Brie go kind of like, what, what was that about? You know, because I think she clocked uh, Brie as well. So I think she was telling her to slow down and, you know, be a little bit more careful. And I also thought it was funny in that segment, Michael Cole's like, oh, well, you know, Liv was taken backstage for medical attention. But as soon as the match ends, you see her on the outside of the ring. So they were lying to us and they didn't even show them celebrating because Ruby immediately went over with Sarah to kind of check on Liv. And instead, they cut to the the three losers in the ring. Hmm. It was a bit of a weird segment. The whole match itself, um, you know, obviously it was filled with a bunch of botches. And I I think, you know, it also encompasses kind of like you have all these women wrestlers who are solid wrestlers. They've all been cast to the side for the Bellas. And the Bellas are kind of going in there and, you know, putting some talent at risk and themselves. But, you know, whatever, you know, I don't think it's, you know, we should be calling for us to crucify Brie Bella, you know, fire her, make her feel like she's like, you know, an inch tall, you know, shit happens. Seth Rollins broke John Cena's nose. You know, Randy Orton's done some injuries as well, too. We've seen shit, but I guess the whole thing is, you know, Brie, it's been happening a lot in a short amount of time. And I noticed she wasn't on SmackDown this week. So maybe they're like, look, you know, like just sit this one out. I don't know. Yeah, maybe for me, it's more just like, dude, when you have a replay and people are like, pulling it apart they're like look you can see Brie look down and she intentionally kicked her in the face it's like like we're hockey she didn't fans intentionally right intentionally kick her in no, the face i know but obviously but like we're hockey fans right and we watch these dirty hits to the head and you you can see in super slow-mo and you think that they're and like what looks like three or four seconds or five seconds is really like half a second in real life so I don't know, man. If it wasn't for these freaking slow-mo replays, I don't think people would be freaking out as much. Like, it was a freaking accident. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura almost killed John Cena. Nobody's Mm -hmm. talking about that. Like you mentioned, Seth Rollins. I mean, there's millions of injuries that go on. I mean, Brock Lesnar. Because people they 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 like to really harp on the Bellas, myself included. I know it's bullshit. Myself included. Yeah, I know. But you know, I'm kind of trying to look at it on both sides, and I do believe that she, you know, she needs a stern talking to. Oh, for sure. You know, and she needs to kind of look at what she's doing in the ring. Maybe make some adjustments. Keep the kicks on the chest. I'm sure she's done it so many times. She's never kicked anybody in the head, so she gets a bit comfortable, a little bit loose with it. Uh, again, like I said, Liv moves around and flops around. Yeah, she's, she's a sell- great seller. She yeah. sells amazing. Yeah. But it looked like it clipped her the first time, made her head go down a little bit, and then well, she beamed her the second time. So <laughs> She fucking smoked her, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then having her go to the ring, being dragged. Oh, it was just, it was gross. So, yeah. but, you know, I don't think Brie intentionally meant it for it to happen. And hopefully, you know, she'll take a little bit more precaution. But, geez, yeah. I'm sure fans will be on high alert and ready to chastise her if she does anything ever again. Yeah, and, and and you know what? Maybe she needs some help from Natty. Who who like? Were, was she in that match as well? Yeah, she was. And I don't yeah. get this whole thing with Natty, right? I, I I love the girl, but we're going to the Super Show, and it's the Bellas and Ronda versus the Riot Squad. So I don't even She's know if that match is going to happen anymore because Liz is concussed. 
So we're going to find out soon enough if that happens. I'm sure she'll be okay. But she came back and did that suplex spot too, eh? which was ridiculous. She came back in the ring after being knocked out, did that soup to quadruple or sorry, triple suplex spot. Then after the commercial, she's gone. So they really shouldn't have had her go in and do that spot. That was really stupid. And you see, we saw by the way she was lying outside the ring. Like she was not doing very well. So now that I'm even saying this, who knows? They might just pull her from the match just to be safe. And uh, I don't know, maybe it'll be just Nikki and, and Ronda versus Ruby and, and Logan. Or maybe they'll find another person. But I, my biggest thing was I was just always wondering, like, Natty's been so close to Ronda. Like, what is she doing at the Super Show? Nothing? See, that's the problem with the Super Show is that it's literally has nothing to do with storyline. It's just a hype show. And it's just whoever sells tickets. Mm, I would somewhat agree to that because Nikki, I find they're going to be planting the seed for Nikki and Ronda going to Evolution. And we also know that Daniel Bryan's going to be taking on The Miz for the number one contendership or for a title shot. So these are somewhat yeah, gimmicky but. matches and it's kind of like a filler pay-per-view, you know, for Australia. But uh, there's some elements to it that are going to be, I guess, meaningful to some degree. But, you know, again, I don't see many titles, if any, changing hands. I just feel like it puts Raw and SmackDown leading up to it kind of like in a hostage position. We, we, we experienced this last time they had the... Uh the one in Saudi Arabia, greatest the Rumble. greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. It was the same thing. It was like the weeks leading up to it, nothing could really progress in the story because the matches were set in stone. Mm. So there's a little bit of that, but uh, no Ronda Rousey on Raw again this week. Yeah, no Ronda Rousey. Mm. So especially going towards their super show, I'm very surprised. And even they should just record a bunch of backstage segments they could use like a Rolodex. <laughs> But, yeah, they uh, should do more of that. They absolutely I don't know. should. I, I feel bad for Natty because I'm sure she doesn't care. But at the same time, it's like she was by Ron, by Ron decide. How does it make sense that she's not going to be able to be involved in this match? Like play some kind of injury or angle or something. Maybe that's why she gets pissed. May, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Probably. We saw Drew Ziggler. Oh, Drew Ziggler. We saw Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. We start calling them Drew Ziggler, man. Why not? Drew Ziggler. Let's call him Drew Ziggler. Uh, they tried to drive a wedge this week between Dino and the rest of the Shield. Um, it was pretty interesting. I mean, they're teasing Ambrose turning in the Shield. I think that's awesome. Mm, old Mean Dean. I mean think Dean. I think it's more the WWE trolling us because we thought as fans we figured it out. Yeah. We knew Ambrose was going to heel turn, and he never did. And I don't think he is going to, at least for the time being. Just because we have all these advertised match, we have the Super Show, and uh, and then we're going to be moving on towards, um, help me out here. Uh, Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be in another match. There's so many of these pay-per-views. There's so many ridiculous. fucking yeah. these. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, they're going to be feuding with uh, Drew Ziggler and Braun Strowman. So it looks like uh, he's not going to be leaving anytime soon. But they can change things up. I think now, people kind of like the teasing of it. If anything, maybe it'll plant the seed in... Uh, Drew McIntyre to leave Ziggler because we saw that happen as well too. Yeah. I like that scene. I like that when Seth came over, he said, "Well, look, you know, look at your position." And then Ziggler's like, "What's that about?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." And he walks away. And <laughs> fans were like, "Hmm, what's going on here?" But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's more the WWE kind of teasing it, but like, it's not going to happen. I I think. I mean, I was reading on Twitter, but. I think it would be cooler if Seth Rollins is the guy that turns again. Does it again? The exact same yeah. thing would be amazing. You know? And then, oh shit, I pressed the wrong button here. We're going to get, oh god, everything's happening. Oh god, oh my god. Uh, sorry, it was supposed <laughs> to be this. But, um, I think it would be perfect for a storyline. Perfect. And have him just do the exact same thing again. Yeah, 100%. 
Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. That's yeah. it, man. Yeah. Um, so AOP main evented Raw, and The Shield still won, even though The Shield looked like weak going into it, you know? Well, I thought it was cool for Authors of Pain to finally have something going on. You know, they're in yeah. the main event. They looked good, uh, I guess, to some degree. Uh, so I'm happy for them in that sense. Uh, the, the tag match that I really liked, though, was Drew Ziggler versus The Revival. I thought this match was really, really good. Apparently, Vince was really high in it as well, too. But, uh, man, once Drew comes... The guy's a, he's a, a horse, man. He comes in, just throws people around. He's aggressive. I love it. I love it. Now, was it Drew Ziggler that impressed you, or did The Revival get you going? I, I didn't mind The Revival. I'm not a huge Revival fan to begin Fuck with. Fuck The Revival. Yeah. Mm, but they Talk did the all right considering the revival. But I know. I mean, I, I don't really care much for them. So happy that Drew Ziggler won. And uh, the match was fantastic. Yeah. We also saw, uh, we're, we're getting to know that Undertaker and HBK will be on Raw next week for the Go Home Show. Uh, you mentioned Will Kane be there as well. Yeah. I mean, I can only figure that's what's going to happen. Uh, we have the Undertaker. We have Shawn Michaels there next week. I mean, Triple H is always there. So I could see him being involved. And then you'll see the firework go off, and Kane will come down. Oh, the fireworks won't go off, folks, because we're not going to afford it anymore. <laughs> Got to cut those they should funds. Do, they should do fireworks at pay-per-views only. Yeah. They should. Or, they should. Well, they do them at WrestleMania. For entrances and stuff? Or just yeah, like... Yeah, they do. Yeah? Yeah, they do. Yeah, like Charlotte has it going off. And, uh, I don't know. I just uh, think... I understand, you know, saving budget, but those fireworks and pyro... Budget? Like, their budget's fucking huge. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. save money elsewhere, please. Mm. Like, you know how much money they're getting for Crown Jewel? Put some fucking fireworks in there. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, I do expect Kane to be there. It'll be the four of them heading into the Super Show in Australia. Uh, it'd be funny. Wouldn't it be funny if Kane comes out just as the mayor and he's just like a mayor? Oh, my God. No, it wouldn't work. But it would... Well, no. It wouldn't work. And Undertaker's just like, what the... F-? You know? <laughs> what? The fuck, Kane? And he tombstones him and then he puts him in a cactus... Cast- casket and then he comes back as i don't know man but nah that's going too far i don't know what's gonna happen to the super show that's kind of a mess that match well if we're leading into triple h and Shawn michaels versus the brothers of destruction what's going to make them continue the feud it would have to be triple h probably beating the undertaker and oh, then the is like that. you know i want a rematch and Shawn michaels you got involved and i'm gonna release your soul to you know be able to wrestle i don't know no i want to see hbk at wrestlemania one-on-one with somebody i think I that might happen teams. i think that might happen this is just kind of like easing into a hot bath you know well, you think you think it'll be like if this goes Shawn on michaels be is like gonna rest if Shawn michaels is wrestling they're definitely gonna put him in a match at wrestlemania they will i know he doesn't like the stress and anxiety but it seems like he likes money so <laughs> i mean if they're getting him to come out of retirement i could pretty much easily see him being put with somebody at wrestlemania I'm not sure who it would be against, but, you know, there's a lot of possibilities, you know. I don't know if he'd do AJ Styles. I would love to see that. But I was also thinking I'd love to see AJ Styles versus The Rock. I think that'd be cool. Mm. I hope AJ Styles is in a better program come WrestleMania time that he's not just fighting like a part-timer or well, think about a it. legend. Who better, than, who better than The Rock? You know, you think The Rock would be a bad... I think that'd be an amazing feud for him. If it's a feud, if it's not just like a one and one and no, done, it would you know? have to be a build up. And it was funny because he was he's on the cover of WWE 2K19, and he was legit pissed off that all these people were having higher ratings than he was. And one of the ones he got upset about was The Rock. So mm. I'd rather The Rock versus Roman. I think that could work. I think that might happen too. That could definitely be the match that they put on the card. We'll see. But mm. AJ took a shot at The Rock and basically said like, 
look, you know, he came back and he, he, he tore his ab or he tore his pec on it when he wrestled, like basically like calling the rock, like washed up and, you know, weak. So maybe that Those was are some strong words, AJ, some strong words. Uh, we also saw the return of the Kevin Owens show on raw this week with Super Bobby Lashley, cool. yeah, Leo excited. Rush, Elias. Yeah. yeah. And Elias. So what do you think of Leo Rush now? It's been what you've seen him for about two, three weeks now. What do you think? Well, he's tiny. Um, he's entertaining. Uh, he's working with Bobby. Put it that way. He is. It works for me. Bobby. I kind of feel like they they kind of cashed out on Enzo and kind of cashed in on this guy, like being kind of a small mouthpiece. And yeah, but he's less annoying than Enzo. Of course, was. he's definitely less annoying, and he's more talented in the ring. Check him yeah. out on Two Hundred Five Live this week. Actually, takes I don't know if on um, <laughs> Noam Dar. So yeah, and it's, Noam uh, Dar. I, I haven't watched the match. It's been taped. It's gonna be be out this week, but. Uh, he's actually interesting to watch in the ring, and he's very fast, just like Leo Rush seems to imply. But mm. KO, Kevin Owens show back, really cool, happy to see it. Uh, him teaming with Elias and taking on John Cena and Lashley, not as impressive. Who gives a shit about that match? That's the worst match on the card, easily. Just nothing I have, to I have, it. I have nothing to say. I, I agree. <laughs> just, well, let's rip over to SmackDown, which we saw the premiere of Truth TV. And I have a question. Is it the premiere of Truth TV, or is this something that I, like, I wasn't aware of that happened in the past? What are you asking specifically? This was the first time it aired on SmackDown. No, I mean, Truth TV, was that ever a segment back in the day? Never. Oh, okay. So it was the first time then. Yeah. What did you think? I thought Carmella, Carmella had a new hair color. That's pretty much all I took away from it. The dancing was pretty funny. And <laughs> I, I know thought Chris that was Rucker. great. So I liked Truth TV. Uh, I thought it reminded me kind of like a Saturday Night Live skit. Um, you know how they're just like, okay, dance break, and they dance and they sit back down. And like, I feel yeah. like Daniel Bryan was genuinely entertained. And it was funny to see the two of them together. I think our truth's really funny. He can be really funny and then really smart sometimes. I think it worked well. I think the fans liked it. I was very happy to see our truth being a successful segment because the guy's been with the company forever. And Carmella, yeah, new hairdo. I didn't like it at first, but now I'm okay with it. I think it's kind of cool. A lot of blondes in the WWE, it kind of sets her apart. But Carmella, I don't buy what you're selling when you tell me that's your natural hair color because that's what she says. Mm. So Is that what she said? It's fucking yeah. purple. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. Mm. Maybe it's brunette, but that's not your natural hair color. But I do like it. And uh, she looked damn fine in those leather pants. I'll tell you that much, man. She always looks pretty good. Oh, but I was going to say, like, before, uh, Chris Rucker probably didn't even notice the hair change. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seamus beat Big E clean, which, I mean, you got to think New Day is 100% retaining at the Super Show. <laughs> this is all this means. <laughs> Last week we saw Kofi be defeated by Cesaro. This week it's Big E and Cesaro uh, by Seamus. I liked the match itself. I liked the comedy around the match leading up to it. Uh, during it, they kind of um, were treating Big E like he was a boxer and basically breaking up pancake and putting it near his nose so he could smell it and he wakes back <laughs> up and he's ready to go and Seamus hits him with a big bro kick man takes his head takes his head right off but you know with the WWE recipe to me this only means that they're going to be losing at the super show and what does this mean for Xavier is he going to have a match next week will there be a tag match I don't know I'm sure they're going to you know tie it up next week but uh yeah the, the, the match itself was all right, and the segment itself was also all right. Now, fun fact, I don't know if you guys were reading on social media, but Kofi Kingston has broken a record, folks, and it's a pretty significant one, too. So, hey, who did he beat? 
Kofi basically now is the superstar who's held the tag team title the most consecutive days, or not consecutive, but cumulative days, right? Of all time. So who he's did he beat? Who was in second place? It was somebody. Re- oh, it was Bart Gunn. No, Billy Gunn. <laughs> it was Billy Gunn. It was the ass man. I definitely wasn't was also an Asian, an old Asian wrestler too. Yeah, it was Mr. Fuji. Okay. Yeah, who I never knew was a wrestler. I always I knew, thought he was I knew just he a, was manager. a wrestler, but yeah, he was a, he was a manager for quite some time. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, Kofi's been with the company for quite some time, and yeah. uh, awesome boy. Yeah, we also saw Oscar with the Oscar, Oscar with her new BFF Naomi uh, picking up the win over Mandy and Sonya Deville. And I mean, I know you're probably salty about something, but uh, at least Oscar's picking up the wins, man. Yeah, it's nice to see her on TV a little bit more. Um, her Teaming with Naomi is fun. They work well together. Their finisher was awesome. They do like the double like spin kick and they knocked out, uh, was it Sonya de Deville this week? It mm-hmm. was good to see Sonya and Mandy as well. Um, it seems like they added something to Mandy's entrance. It's like Mandy or Mandy Rose. It says her name or something in the beginning. So they tweaked a little bit. Even more porny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they tweaked um, Sonya's as well. So it doesn't sound like a, a breaking newscast anymore. Uh, so they're kind of fiddling around with their intros. But it was cool to see these two get in the ring and take on these two fine ladies, Naomi and Asuka. And it was, you know, I would think it'd be really cool to kind of just, you know, just go balls out and make Asuka kind of more silly. And, you know, when Naomi comes out and she's going in her, like, her music that she comes out to. Yeah. Have her come with Asuka and Asuka could kind of like put her little, like, get like a furry hoodie or or her current jacket that she has. And she kind of comes out and like, I don't know, just... Does, does the Oscar dance? Does the Oscar dance? Because they're they're both they're both like colorful, right? So I think right. like I don't know. I can show another side of Oscar. I just don't know if she'd be able to dance that way because I've seen her dance on um on on the internet. And she does those kind of like choreographed Japanese cutesy dances, but I don't know <laughs> if she can kind of twerk it. So it'd be interesting to see. Uh, but I don't know. It's all right. It's a start. I just worry that they're going to Australia and they'll eat the loss. But uh, you know, it's it's whatever, man. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem as salty as usual, so uh, we'll take that as a positive. We we also saw Becky Lynch, uh, another great week for her. She's getting better every week, man. Uh, attacking Charlotte during the photo shoot, and then she even got involved with Lana and the whole Rusev Day drama. Right, well, we're going to get to Lana and Rusev Day. Shortly. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, but Becky Lynch, yeah, again, it seems like they're really trying to push her strong she's kind of now the tweener she's not heel she's not face the wwe seems to be okay with this or accepting this or letting things and they happen. should be or at least letting things happen organically yep the, the photo shoot for me uh, a bit cheesy a bit cliche a bit done you know she gets attacked thrown a couple times stood on take a picture of me i don't know i kind of like it and i i know it'll be an unpopular opinion but i don't think becky's mic work has been the best Oh fuck! It's so good. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just want to feel. I want more anger, more aggression. It just kind of feels very e- easy go-to things that she is being told to say instead of being. I feel like she's not being herself. I think I feel, it's, like, that, I feel like she still has that leash on her. Yeah, and at the same time, though, I think she's so goofy that like, cause she was pretty goofy with the Lana thing. You see how much she licks her lips all the time, eh? She's always yeah. licking her lips. She's dry mouth. It's all the fucking tea, bro. <laughs> and the Guinness. 
tea and Guinness all day. But I did like, you know, she was involved in a lot. Not just that. My biggest thing at the beginning was, is this really her segment this week? That would have been crap. That's kind of where where I was a little bit upset at first because she comes out, does a thing, stands on her back, and then that's it. That's your champion's segment. But no, it played in the backstage. And then she had a a match with Lana, which was Mm -hmm. decent. And Lana's getting better in the ring, too. I'll give her credit. It wasn't too bad of a match. But yeah. Uh, we saw a lot of Becky, and uh, we're seeing, I guess, a different side of her. So I just wanted her to get more comfortable, and uh, yeah, I got high expectations, man, for this. So I like to see all sides of Becky, if you know what I mean. Um, so we got to talk about it. This is a big one. Um, probably the biggest storyline going on SmackDown, other than Samoa Joe and AJ. Uh, the Milwaukee bomb has dropped. So this is probably the story I'm most invested in. On <laughs> me too, it's so good. In both shows, I, well, I yeah, really like to see right. where this is going. I find I don't really buy Rusev. I don't know, man. He's not being funny. He's not being angry. I I I, I don't know. But for me, when he dropped the the Milwaukee bomb, I was just on my couch and I literally was like. Oh, and it's getting what, edgy. Yeah, and what is this going to be? What does it mean? Everyone's wondering. Corey Graves was was tweeting and texting people. Becky Lynch was mentioning it. The crowd was cheering Milwaukee. Are they going to go there? What happened in Milwaukee? No, but I mean, is is WWE going to go there with a the storyline? And and we know what fair? we're talking about, right? Yeah, I think they can tease that there is an affair, but I don't think they're ever going to reveal that there was an affair because that would kind of be crossing the PG line, I would think. But who knows? Well, look what's going on with Samoa. I told you. But listen, let's go back. Is there a way that we can go back and figure out, has the WWE been in Milwaukee recently? And if they were, was it a pay-per-view or a SmackDown? And maybe it's that Lana was, you know... Um, scheming against Rusev or scheming t- for Rusev to lose a match. But they're going to play it like it's an affair for a few weeks and then we're going to find out that Lana was actually screwing over Rusev the whole time. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. It's I'm really curious. I'm kind of stumped. I want to see where they have to go. Even Rusev himself was trying to wonder um, what happened and when the last time they were in Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> I, I had, I, I, I'm super happy that Lana's getting an opportunity here. Uh, she was stuttering a lot through her promos. I don't know if you saw it towards the end before she went to the ring. Uh, she's like, I have to go to match. It's just, it's just funny. They're kind she of, looked uh, like she was trying to laugh a few times when Becky was talking to her, too. May- maybe. You know, it must be a fun uh, angle for them to be doing. So, one thing, though, that I noticed. So, do you remember a long time ago, The Rock... And he had that backstage segment with Rusev and Lana. And he basically was kind of just like, basically flat out calling Lana a whore. Oh my God, was that in Milwaukee? Well, he did say, remember that one night, the Wisconsin wheelbarrow? No way, he did say that? He did. And guys, oh my God. Rusev versus The Rock? Well, that I want to see. Again, I'm you know I'm stretching a little bit here. I'm not sure that's what's going to happen, but you know, Aiden is going to be showing us a video next week of proof. So either something, I'm I'm sure it's going to be something like him and Lana, and he's going to twist it and make it seem like something that it's not or whatever. But yeah, it could be The Rock. But I just don't see the I don't see The Rock coming back to, to 
you know, to fight Rusev. So, uh, you know, it becomes back. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just shit talk Rusev right there? I did not. And I would love to see this match. I just don't see the WWE doing that. That's just my call. Um, but at least we're getting more edgier storylines. Even if the payout is not actually what we think it is, it's still giving us the impression that it's edgier. I mean, even, you know, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, we'll get to that in a second, but Nakamura and Dillinger and being interrupted by Randy Orton. I mean, Randy Orton to me is just, this is the best Randy I've seen in a long, long time. He might be the best Randy I've seen. I never been a huge Randy Orton fan. I always thought he was a little bit more boring, I guess you could say. His mic skills were never good, but they've gotten a lot better. And uh, yeah, he said he was picking another victim, and Ty Dillinger isn't even that victim. But he still beat the tar out of him and just yanked him off the top rope and just threw him around. And man, he took it to him. And then Nakamura just walks up the ramp like, all right. I got my He's belt. like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. And then to find out that that wasn't even his victim, and he just doesn't like the whole Perfect 10 thing. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> That's so good, right? Yeah, because yeah, I don't <laughs> like that Perfect 10 thing either. Well. I don't. And to be I, honest with you, if he didn't have that 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 thing, I mean, he probably wouldn't even have a job. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unpopular Not the WWE, opinion, at least. Unpopular yeah. opinion, but uh, I don't know. Without that whole Perfect 10 thing, Ty Dillinger, come on. So, again, we got to ask our listeners, who's Randy Orton's next victim? Des, any idea? Again, I, uh, I'm trying to think about the roster and who potentially could it be. But, uh, again, Daniel Bryan is the only person that really sticks to me in terms of, you know, a face that's really going to draw some heel heat. That's going to be a lot of heel heat. It will be. Maybe he'll be involved in screwing over Daniel Bryan and Miz will end up beating him at Super Show and uh, it'll, I buy, see that. it'll buy a little bit of time between you know their eventual match at Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Again, I could see the Miz winning the title and hanging on to it as a heel, you know, playing that coward heel champion up until WrestleMania. Damn, that actually is probably pretty plausible. That's going to create a good separation between Daniel Bryan and the Miz, and we'll have a great storyline with Randy and, and Daniel Bryan. And then, yeah, like you said, Miz will retain, and then hopefully we get to see Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at WrestleMania 35, bruh. We will, because we'll be there. Yeah, we will. Uh, so, the segment to end all segments for SmackDown. Uh, we talked about this weeks ago. You said it would never happen, and I've been waiting to, you know, be right on this one. Samoa Joe showed up at AJ Styles' house. Okay, I gotta ask. is Was that really AJ Styles' house? <laughs> Well, obviously not. What's his real last name? On his mailbox. What's his real last name? I think know? it's James. Really? Yeah, I think his last name. I think his name is Alan Neil. No, Jones. Sorry, Jones. Alan yeah, I just Neil googled Jones. it. <laughs> so it's like I don't think he has Styles on his mailbox. That's a well, bit silly. actually, if I was AJ Styles, I'd probably put Styles on it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think he puts actual house in there. Um, you know, I don't think they'd fly him all also all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, just to That's true. do the shot. But, but uh, it was yeah, awesome. you're right. You were right. He went to his house, and uh, yeah, the, Joe's getting creepier and creepier every week. Dude cuts an amazing promo too. He's great on the mic. So I mean, is it that far fetched that Joe could win the championship? I don't know. Who knows? I don't think he's gonna win the championship. I mean, I got like if okay. Let's say Crown we're Jewel, both maybe. agreeing. 
Okay, let's. We're both agreeing that the Miz, Miz is going to beat Daniel Bryan, right? And then we both think that the Miz is going to eventually win the championship. So does the Miz beat AJ or does he beat Samoa Joe? So I got to think he's going to beat AJ because it's going to be like it you know in like, a heel it way. It seems like the kind of thing that he would do is beating AJ. I think I can yeah. see that being it. Like he gets through Joe, and then imagine that he gets through Joe, and then the Miz is the one who takes the title. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's so it's Miz, so good. Right? It's so Miz, yeah. man. Oh fuck. But uh, you you pointed out that Joe never signed the contract, right? No, he never signed that kind of, but you know, like, oh, well, you know, AJ signed it. Joe wasn't there, so he never really signed the contract. I don't think it's really going to matter much. They're not going to play on it. But wouldn't it be funny if uh, the pay-per-view, AJ doesn't come out to the ring. He's like, no, man, no, buddy. You didn't sign the contract. So, all right. <laughs> what? What? And then what? he takes his kids hostage. <laughs> I still think he's going to go to the kid's school. Does he have multiple kids or is that daughter his only kid? It would be awesome if, like, they do a segment at the school, the kids are in class, and they're running amok, and then the principal's like, kids, quiet down. Your teacher's sick today. We have a special substitute. And then Samoa Joe comes oh in. Oh, my as a God. teacher. Did you just come up with that right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just that like, is fucking brilliant. All right, children, sit down. Hello, Miss Styles. <laughs> You'll need to stay after class. <laughs> oh, Puts her in the coquina clutch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what okay, is she, like, going four? Too far with this. Or are we? I mean, I don't know. It I sounds don't know. pretty entertaining to me, so. But, yeah, SmackDown, again, to me, stole the show this week. Raw is just, like, I get that they're really focused on the shield and the pack, but fuck. Like, there's no real good storylines going on in Raw right now. No, yeah, for Raw, it's mainly, like you said, it's The Shield, it's Drew Ziggler and Strowman, it's that whole six-man smorgasbord, and then the Bellas, and uh, I guess the Riot Squad trying to do their best to carry the Bellas. So, uh, (laughs) I'm glad to see Ruby picked up a win this week, though, so that was cool to see her back on, on track, though. She's such a professional, though. I mean, you watch her wrestle, and she's just, I don't know, she's on point, yeah. Fine, she keeps things together. She's a voice of reason. She gets things in line. I think they have a lot of trust and faith in her. And mm. uh, I like it too. So it's good to see Ruby back on the winning track. But you now we do have the super show. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know if we're going to see uh, Rhonda and the Bellas pick up the, you know, maybe the clean win. Or maybe, who knows, maybe Rhonda's going to have miscommunication with Nikki and Nikki's going to lose and there'll be some kind of animosity there. I'm just wondering how they're going to pull the trigger on this feud with Nikki and Ronda because I don't see Ronda being the bad guy. That's for sure. I just don't see it happening at Super Showdown. I think it's going to be a clean win. You're going to see the Bellas and Ronda Rousey celebrating like a bunch of schmucks and the crowd going wild and they're just giving what they're given. Maybe. And then they're, they're, they're they not a lot too of much time to so. build up for it, though. So we'll see what happens. Evolution? Yeah, it's another month away, but I mean, yeah. still, we're going to see what happens. Uh, again, you probably won't see it happen after the match, but it's going to be happening at least shortly after. I'm just more curious on how they go about this. Well, we'll have to leave that for another episode. And with that, another episode in the bag here at Talkamania. Guys, follow us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania. Check us out on Instagram, on Facebook. Melissa is going to be helping us out in the short future, and it's going to get a hell of a lot better. And head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Talkmania and pick yourself up some merch. Uh, four weeks of ads. Hell, if you want to send us a recorded advertisement, we will put it on the show. Um, we'll take your money, 100%. So before we go any further, 
That's it for J-Bomb. On behalf of myself, I'm out. Des, say bye. Milwaukee.